Igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. But for one glorious minute, uh, I was able to go play trains and people throw money at me or they would give me business cards or they would invite me to you know, record projects with them. And it was a, it was a very uh, warm, intriguing introduction to New York and like the musical underground. <laughs> You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. On this episode of the What's Your Inspiration podcast, we have Wynn Charles. Born with cerebral palsy, Wynn has defied the odds by becoming an author. Her memoir, I Win, is an amazing story of how she recalls her life through the years of having CP. As a competitor in the Kona Ironman Triathlon, CEO of her own jewelry design company and motivational speaker, Wynn is truly an inspiration to many. Today, she tours the country, speaking to schools and institutions to raise awareness about CP and living a full life no matter what holds you back. She is also an advocate for veterans around the world. This should be fun. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Today, as always, a very special guest on. She is a best-selling author, athlete, and artist who loves to interview dynamic people just like herself. She is Wynne Charles. Wynne, how are you today? I am perfectly fine, Fox, and thank you for having me on your podcast now. And you guys should probably go back and listen to my podcast with Fox because we had a fun time on that one too. And so I'm excited to do this today. I am too. And and thank you for the invite and letting me be on your Ask Win podcast. People, Win is uh, amazing and we'll get into that. She she recently, this is going back about two weeks ago, recorded her 1,000th podcast episode. That is 1,000. One and three zeros. When? how have you done that? <sighs> well, by the way, I have a taxiospastic CP. For those of you who have listened to Fox on his podcast, you may understand that he has cerebral palsy too. So, except I... There's only a couple of us that do um, podcasts out there. There's not very many women in podcasting to begin with, and especially when you double that with a physical disability like cerebral palsy, and we get tongue-tied, and we sometimes trip over our own tongues. I don't know about you, Fox, but I tend to trip over my own tongue. I said to a guest today, I said, can I speak English? Can a journalism student speak English? And this guest starts laughing because I'm like, yeah, you would think after my thousandth episode, I would be able to speak English, but nope. <laughs> well, if you go back in, into my episodes, when and everyone else, they know I trip over my words constantly. It's just part of the process, right? Yeah, it's just part of the process. 
So going into your story, your, your, your CP story, we've, we've talked at uh, a bit of length about this. You weren't diagnosed until you were 31 years old. And I, I, I was diagnosed at, in 87. I didn't find out my official diagnosis until I was 31 years old. My mother told me that I had CP at the bottom of a driveway at the private school where I went to, but she left it at that, and God knows I love her, but mm -hmm. at the time, I wasn't expecting that one on the drive to school, and she said, go have a nice day. You have CP now. Go have a nice day. I'm like, Mom, I'm about to kill you, but that's okay, <laughs> but um, since then, she passed away from meningitis, slash a slow leaking brain aneurysm. Don't ask, I still haven't figured that one out, how my mom got a slow leaking brain aneurysm, got that clotted, and then passed away from meningitis due to medical malpractice. And so in the process of me getting her trust fund, the portion of her trust fund because they had to give it to someone, so they gave it to the next kin, which is me. Um, I had to take a psychology test, and in the process of me doing that, the psychologist thought I knew that I had CP. Well, I knew I had CP, but I didn't know the official diagnosis. So I'm reading the psychology report on me of course and i'm like wait a minute she put my official diagnosis on this front page of this psychology report that answers a heck of a lot of answers because here i thought i had the mixed bag of cp for so many years and i kept telling my fan base oh it's mixed bag oh it's mixed bag all i know is i have CP. So even though I got diagnosed in 87, and even though I found out about it when I was in seventh grade, I didn't get, quote, officially diagnosed of my official diagnosis until I was 31 years old. And, and I don't, you know, want to ask about age or anything like that, but when, when did you, in what year did you turn 31? Is this pretty recent? I, I, well, I lost my mom when I was 23 years old. Okay. So I turned um, 29 in 2000. And so I, it's 2000 and 19 now I turned 31 in 2018 because my birthday's in June. Okay, so you were you were born in 87, in other words. I was born in 87, correct. Okay, okay. excellent, excellent. You know, along th this ride, your, your, your daily grind with, with living with CP, what to you is the most difficult part of your day? Oh, Oh, getting dressed. We talked about this on my podcast. 
I, uh, I need 24-hour care. And that's why I still live with my dad and my stepmom. And I need 24-hour care. If I could get myself dressed, I would be the happiest family. I would be the happiest woman on the planet. Uh, but because the way um, CP affects me, I, I can't show myself. I can't dress myself. I wish, but nope. So I need 24-hour care. So that's the most challenging part of my day. I'm like, oh, great. But even even though that's a challenging part of your day, you've still been on to challenge yourself constantly throughout your life. We've said yes. third time in the podcast when you were a best-selling author, you're an athlete, you're an artist, um, you are a, a podcast host. I mean, you 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 put out podcasts that are that are very engaging, and you do this fiendishly and done it over a thousand times um, since since 2010. So. Through all of this, the the daily grind of, of a living with CP and then doing what you do, being as dynamic as you are, what has been your biggest life lesson through all of this? Oh God, I ask that question to my guest all the time. Are you trying to put one of my questions on your podcast? I absolutely, I, I absolutely are. am. Yes, <laughs> my biggest life lesson in all this is never to give up never to give up do, do, you, do you feel like there's a big difference between i mean are you somebody that simply persists or do you persevere i i am the type that perseveres no question i, mean, I have a wonky kneecap that likes to do a dance um due to the spastic part of my CP, not the ataxia part, but the spastic part. I have a wonky hip, a wonky kneecap, and when it pops out, I pop it back in, and I've been knowing to walk on it, and I'll say, I'm fine. <laughs> you just watch a kneecap pop out. I'm fine. So yeah, I'm the type that persists. You certainly, you certainly do. I mean, and, you know, again, persistence, we need to understand that it is charging toward a goal and, uh, and in your trek toward the goal, oftentimes things don't work out the way that you want them to. In, in your case, uh, things aren't aligned in your body the way that most are. And I'm guessing that's very, very painful to pop your kneecap back in. No, <laughs> no, I know it's how- It's par for the course that I can sit there stoically and do it. I have, um, the weirdest position was when I got dropped and I had a full on snowboard on me and someone dropped me, they weren't paying attention and they dropped me off a list, a ski lift. Obviously the weight of the board popped my kneecap out and so I had to sit down and pop it back in. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, unfathomable. I can't fathom that. Uh, and, and, and only because of, the, of that situation, but also because you've done it time and time again. That is amazing, Win. Amazing. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. 
That's right. That's right. Let's let's continue with the with the next question. I stole this from you as well. Out of all the things that you do, you're, you're writing, um, you work as an athlete and an artist. What do you feel like is your biggest life achievement, and why? Oh, my biggest life achievement is making other people happy with my books. No question about it. No question about it. And how many books have you written? I have written nine books out and I'm getting my 10th book tomorrow, actually, when, um, when this podcast comes out in March, my 10th book will finally be out and it's about Kate Spade and her, um, her committing suicide and it's a novel based on that. And so hopefully it will be published by a small publisher. I'm, I have now given up the fox trot on Amazon, so to speak, because when <laughs> Amazon did a fox trot dance with Kindle Direct Publishing, they made authors a heck of a pain of a mess because they made every author transfer over and they weren't very helpful. And so I said, I'm done. I said, I will find a publisher. I will pay a publisher if this comes to us and to help me publish my books. Got you. And you've, you've done it. You've, again, you've found a way to get to where you want to go. Kudos to you, Wynn. Yeah. Kudos. Yeah. No question. No question. Wynn, it is time to play a game called What? which and where we've discussed it before we got on here on the, on the podcast. Um, you know what to do. I'm going to read you a line. It might be from a, a book, a movie, or just somebody that, that um, you hold very dear. And you tell me from, uh, from who it came. Are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. Statement number one in what, which and where when it goes like this. If you need something from somebody, Always give that person a way to give it to you. If you need some one, if you need something, my answer would be always ask for help. I'll say it one more time. See if you can really nail it down. If you need something from somebody, always give that person a way to give it to you. Jesus, you stumped me. I don't know. It, it's it's something and someone that's that I think is very near and dear to you, Win. Well, I guess that would be my family. That would be that would be a, a a very very good guess, but it comes from the Secret Life of Bees, Win, from Sumo oh Kid. Oh my God! You pulled you pulled out of my one favorite book so now I have to go back and reread oopsies I'm like where the dog well I yeah you pulled out of my you pulled a rabbit out of my hat on that one I'm like okay well I mean I I'm just going off of, of, of your some of your tastes so I, I well, found that good but I'm like okay now I happen to go back and read the sacred life of bees. What what made that 
what makes that such a good book for you to read? Why do you like it so much? Well, number one, I listen to it on audio tape with my mom. And number two, it talks about diversity because in that book, um, it there's obviously, we're talking about slavery. So it talks about diversity. So that's why that book sticks out in my mind. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think I recall reading it for the first time in graduate school, believe it or not, in probably about 2006 or 2007. Highly recommend it. Um, and, and I love the, love the audio version. Secret Life of Bees by Sue Monk Kid. All right, Wynn, let's redeem yourself. Statement number two in What, Which, and Where. This is a conversation, obviously, between two people. So um, person one says this. Tell me about a time when you work hard to solve the problem. Person responds, this morning, getting up. That would have been me, and that would have been me. And I think it was, I said that on my podcast to someone, because I was having a bad, I know who it was. Now, I said that to you on my podcast. This morning's getting up because I remember talking about it. We we sure did. We sure did. And I've told you <laughs> this morning's getting up. I love it, Fox. I definitely love it. I mean, yeah. Well, only the best for you here, Wynn. <laughs> only, only, only the best. The best. <laughs> only the best. I love it. Only I the absolutely best. love it. This morning's getting up. Oh God. That's my classic line. I'm like, really? Do I really have to Face pulling on my pants again. No, the, uh, that's, uh, that's why the hardest part of my day is getting dressed. I'm like, really stinky. You, um, depending on whether my tone is high or not. And right now, my tones, my tone and muscle spasm is low enough that I can function and put a pair of pants on. But um, that's my biggest challenge in life. Getting up and getting dressed. And once you do that, you just straight up kick butt. You straight ah, up kick butt. Yes. Well, you know, that that there's no question that you and I have talked about that, and that's a challenge for both of us for, for similar reasons. Um, and I also got that from one of your favorite movies you recently watched called The Upside. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the talk about the power of friendship. No, um, when I was filling out, I have to tell you a little secret here, you guys. When I was filling out the form, I recently saw the upside the day you handed me the Google form. And so I'm like, okay, let's put a recent movie that talks about disabilities. So if you guys get a chance to go see it, go see it. Definitely. And I I haven't yet, but um, uh, especially coming from you, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a give that a watch. The upside, uh, Brian Cranston is is one of the actors. Who's the other principal actor? Uh, Win. Brian Hart. Brian Hart plays the CNA. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. The upside in theaters and soon on Netflix and probably on demand. And probably on demand. No, it's going to um, be everywhere. And here's a tidbit. For you guys, and no, it's not a spoiler, 
the upside is actually a remake. Um, the upside is based on a French novel, and they actually made a movie on that book. And then the upside is actually the remake version. Hmm. I was not aware of that, and I'm, I'm sure I wasn't aware of that either until I heard it, heard it on a podcast the next morning. I'm like, wow. It's amazing, and it's amazing too, as a as a, a fan of music, how how many uh, songs that come out that we see to think are brand new are, are covers. So, yeah, if you keep your antenna up, you'll you you will you'll figure out and find out things you you, you never knew were true. All right, when you are one for two in what, which, and where, here is the tiebreaker. You ready? Yep. Here it goes. It says it goes like this. Without courage, you can't practice any virtue consistently. Without courage, you can't practice any virtue consistently. And that would have been That would have been me saying a quote to someone, but I can't remember who. It is one of your favorites, Maya Angelou. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I think I, um, I know I really screwed up. No, it's my, another quote by her is, you will always forget what people say, but you will never forget how you made them feel. And that's, that's one of um, something I live off of as a teacher. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We go, we go through yeah. so much as, as, I mean, as, as teachers, and I know you do as a, as a podcast host, but I know that the main reason you do this is to have uh, an effect on people. And I want to let you know that, that we've only known each other for a, a short time, but you, you are a hero because you are constantly intent in making this world a better place. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Fox, for saying that. No, and I, my next trick is a children's book, and I'm, I made the declaration on my podcast that I'm going to write a children's book, and hopefully that children's book will be out, and yeah, because I need to, now I need to quit empowering the adults in my life. I need to empower the kids, too. And you are, and you are. You've done it. You've done it over a thousand times, um, uh, for oh. sure, and and many others. So don't don't worry about that. Just continue being yourself, and you you can't go wrong. When I want to I want to wrap wrap this up here with a scenario that I that I usually throw at um, the people that I have on, and it goes like this: We know all heroes don't wear a cape, but if you had the opportunity to take a one-hour car ride. With one of the following three people, who would it be and why? So, when would you take that car ride with Maya Angelou, Brian Cranston, or Sue Monk Kid? I would take that car ride with Sue Monk Kid, the secret life of beast, because I want to know how she captivated me and captivated my mom and talks about. Uh, all over the place and 
Yes, they had beef in the book. Yes, they had slavery in the book. But I would love to think that Clovide with the um, with Sumon Kit because I want to know how she wrote such a captivating book. I'd like to know that too. And, and when I, I'm not familiar on the background of the book, but when was it first published? God, I have to now look that up. I now I have to not only reread the Secret Life of Bees again, but I have to look that up. When was it published? Hmm. Well, we'll 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 get that research done. We'll, we'll get we'll put Google on it, you guys. We'll we'll put it we'll put it in the show notes, right? We'll put Google on it and put it put it in the show notes after uh, after we wrap up here and y'all hear this. When to, to, to officially wrap up here, how can people get in touch with you? Oh, people can get in touch with me via Twitter, Win Kelly Charles, W-I-N, Kelly, K-E-L-O-Y, Charles, C-H-A-L-L-E-S, and of course, it's the at sign, and I'm always interacting with my fans. I do almost a daily periscope so people can catch me that. They can also catch me doing Ask Win and doing all these other podcasts, and yeah. That's a lot of ways to get in touch, and I would obviously highly recommend because you've had a you've had a um, big effect on my life in our short time um, together. So I well, want to thank thank you for that. Thank you for that, and thank you for returning the favor and inviting me on yours. And hopefully, we inspired two million people together with the same disability, but in different capacities. For sure, for sure, and and to to leave uh, our listeners with something. When I want to, I want you to give them a little a little advice. So, and the advice is, what advice do you have for people who have felt like they have hit rock bottom? Ask for help. Ask for help. I'm asking for help all the time, and if you hit rock bottom and you can't seem to move the rock to climb over the rock. Ask for help. And then there's no question you'll, you'll come out on top, right? Nope. No question. No question. When this has been an absolute blast, thank you um, for your time, your space, and, and, and your story. Thanks so much. Thank you. Okay. That will wrap up episode 41 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Wynn and I will talk to you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have. Start the bar high and raise it. Stretch yourself to the limit so much you can't take it. Whatever you're facing, it's in trouble. Everything you do, do it on the double. Go beyond the beyond. 
Every day find the extra gear For in your mind the finish line is clear Ready, set, and on your mark You have the keys and your double part Go beyond the beyond Find your demons and toss them, your own fears. Ready yourself for the ultimate spectacle. Strap it on and create your own miracles. Go beyond the beyond. Be the best human you ever knew. A story that we can all aspire to. Beyond the beyond.